was popping and make some noise. Welcome to the new latest podcast, Fresh New Look. It's your boy Fresh. This is your boy Judge from 219, Big Up the Bronx in the building. 219 all day, Big Up 219 all day. Bro, yes, sir. Bro, sir. So we're mm. going to tell you about Fresh New Looks. Appreciate it. Yo, Fresh New Look is the new latest podcast. We're talking about everyday current events, what's popping off in the city, meaning as what's the new hot spots and the new big events, including I'm going to be talking to all walks of life trying to figure out what they got going on in the city. I got to know what they popping off in the city, you know what I mean? Got to make sure it's on point, you yes, feel sir, me? Yes, sir. Including, I'm going to be talk. I'm going to be letting you know what's the new latest po- products that's going to be hitting the market as well, including me pushing out them fly-ass cuts. Them sharp cuts. You already yes, know. Yes, Come on, sir. man. I got to do that. Yes, sir. There ain't no other way. You feel me? So, you know, last but not least, I want to do a moment of silence for the late, great Kobe Bryant. You know? Yes, sir. And we also want to give a shout out to and a condolence to Dave. He lost his pops this week. You know yes. That's my brother. Yeah, 219. yes. 219 all yeah. day, family. Moment for real. Yes, exactly. Thank you. And a, another big shout out to the Kansas City Chief for winning their fo- they Super Bowl. It's been over 50 years, but congratulations, Andy Reid. You deserve it. You're not a Chiefs fan, bro. Man, so what? <laughs> you see my Giants jerk. You see my Giants hat. So exactly. at the end of the day, I'm still representing my New Yorkers as well. But this is the reason why I said that because I got a shout out to the five and O Super Bowl fantasy league champion. This one for you. You know who's that? Huh? Who's that? Who's that? Who's oh, that? I'm, that's me. Yo, you know, I know. There's no facts. What's what you mean, no facts? No facts. How is it no There's facts? There's no proven evidence that no he's evidence won five. <laughs> Yo, How is it not been proven been evidence? Been so hold on. I think there's Question. like three on the record. for like two months now, bro. Huh? Give it up, it, man. I got, I got all year to talk about that, all right? Yeah. I could brag about it all year. So <laughs> right, I'm going to brag. Giants fan. You, you know right, what I mean? Right. Question. Did you win it? Nah, I didn't. Oh. I won in my other league, though. Uh, what is that? Well, look, Did he you got win the trophy league? of his other league, though. I, 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 exactly. I got a trophy of the other league. Get that track. I, I want oh, money off yeah. that league, though. That's the problem. I want money. So they they a little hating on me. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I got people that's... that's a rookie league, though, okay? I mean, at the end of the day, I got people that's talking about they going to forfeit certain games so I don't make it to the playoffs. What type of shit is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Chef, you, you you're a Giants fan too, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Steph, can you introduce him? Oh, shit. Appreciate it, yo. Yes, but not last but not least, I want to give a big shout out to this man. This man right here is a Jazzy Bell Award winner, Atlanta Rising Chef, including multiple televisions as well. This man been on Late Night Eats from Food, Food Channel, right? Network. Food Network, excuse me. Food Network, including Hell's Kitchen. Hell's I want, Kitchen. Hey, what's Hell's Kitchen, yo? Let me, boy, this, this man doing big things, you big, know what I mean? Things. Let, let everybody know from, about this, from, yo. Where you from? Where you from? Yo. The boogie down, bro. Yes, all day. 219. Yo, I want everybody to give a big shout out to this boy, Chef Scott Leannis. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, Scott Lee, man. I appreciate you coming through, man. Once again, I appreciate all the love, my nigga. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Yo, so let me tell you a little, let me ask you a little thing, man. A lot of people don't know. 
Before you became, you wanted to be a chef, you was actually going to be a fireman. Yes. Um, what? Actually, fireman? Fireman? <laughs> the man fire. Um, <laughs> what? Listen, you know, uh. we come from a Jamaican background and, and my dad is all about the blue collar jobs, tradesman jobs, something that's going to bring dinero in your pockets on a consistent basis in which you can build equity and, and a life as your family. But, you know, so I started to follow in that lead. Yes, I took the fireman test, I passed it and everything. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, sorry for, you know, September 11th, 9-11 happened. So that was what it, something that scared you away from being a fireman? I wouldn't say it scared me away. I had a lot of different influence because of, you know, people around me and, you know, how much it affected, you know, not just New York area, but, you know, the world in general, America, I should say, too. Mm -hmm. um, and yes, it had me thinking differently because there was a lot of firemen that lost their lives, even though you know, it's a great paying, not just a city job, government job, and you can make so much out of it. Mm -hmm. You can retire with how much benefits, but me, I'm not a mediocre type of dude. I, I'm not trying to sit under anybody else's spotlight and you know, at the end of the day, it was like something that I, I know I had to do differently in which, you know, that wasn't it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel you on that, man. So, Chef, uh, tell me how was you working with Gordon Ramsay? Uh, Chef Gordon Ramsay, you know. Shout out to him, too, man. You know what I mean? He was a tough cookie, man. Um, first off, he was a, a comedian to me, mm -hmm. you know. Um, Why you say that? Because I was always laughing, man. You know, we all about <laughs> jokes and people hanging on each other. And you, know, you know how we get down. Exactly. Somebody so, talking mad shit. Yeah. So, at the end of the day, um, with Chef Gordon Ramsay, he was a real comedian with it. But he's very passionate and serious about his food. So, you know, he's like me. When you're in that kitchen and we put in that work and it's time for dinner service, lunch service, brunch service, whatever service, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. It comes along with food. And it's not the way it should be. I mean, your ass, basically, and mm -hmm. that's what it is. So mm -hmm. he he professed it. He's a legend. Um, and like I said, he, he's he's a, 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 a work of art. He's aggressive too, and you're aggressive. <laughs> I don't so feel like he's aggressive out. because, like I said, um, mm -hmm. I'm an aggressive person. So yeah. I think you know, mm -hmm. we are a different kind of you know, person when it comes to communication level. We communicate on the more, like, passionate level. Mm -hmm. When, you know, somebody, you know, you, you, you're more laid back. Exactly. You know, you're more reserved, so. Yeah, that's true. I ain't gonna deny You know, that. you're not gonna approach somebody like how I would. You know, me, I'm. I'm more of a strategizer. You know, you, you're high head. Along with you know, getting shit done. Yeah, 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 that, yeah that's yeah, true. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree with that. You know, I, I respect that. So another thing, how did you get into culinary arts? What what made you want to become a chef? Well, you know, this is something that you should know as my brother. Well, I mean, yeah, but I know, I know the but know. I want everybody to so, know. So you this. know. Um, like I said, we come from 
Caribbean background. Caribbean background, mm -hmm. hardworking parents, in which you know um, they both had to work and and do what they had to do to take care of your family, and you know we were always at the house by ourselves. So you know we had to fend for ourselves in a way. We had to learn and, mm. and take you know notes from family members and you know loved ones friends everybody who you know cooks mm -hmm. so cooking just came hand in hand with me because that's something of survival i guess to me okay. you know yeah you remember you used to make those, those eggs that you used to smell i used to be like god damn had to open the window and shit sometimes eggs right? in general smell but <laughs> i don't know but boy I was, I was on some shit like yo like i had to open the window sometimes yo he was like mind you he was young we mm -hmm. was young. He's three years younger than me. My, uh, he's my brother. Older. So I'm just let you know, this older. is my older brother. <laughs> yes, this, you can see all the great. You know what I mean? <laughs> but anyway. That's wisdom. I'm like wine, okay? Uh, that's what it is. Okay, uh, I got you, I got you. But like I said, you know, he used to cook some eggs and like, yo, you hungry? Like, yeah, I'm hungry, about to make some eggs. I'm like, God damn, I gotta open these damn windows. You know? Mm -hmm. I don't know what it was. But them eggs smelled like something different that I had to open the windows and like, yo, I, I ended up stopping eating eggs after that. You know what I mean? Okay. But not, to cut, a, not to cut you a, off, but you're not an great, egg person. And no, everybody not, knows I'm that not. eggs have a distinctive smell to it. It's it true. Depending yeah. on how you make it. So it's true. Yeah, yeah. It's when true. you boil eggs. I, I was young. Don't, don't. So like, maybe I you think just don't know young. about food. Yeah. 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 That's why you're a barber. So let's stick back to, you know, cutting here. Alright, alright, alright. <laughs> yo, Chef, you know, how do you Jamaican heritage influence the cooking? You don't know how, yo, where we come from and... Yeah, yeah, spice. You know, food is one and one, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, food yeah. is Jamaican culture, you know? Food mm -hmm. is, is something that brings everybody together, you know? Um, it brings family, friends, and everybody. So, mm -hmm. it's just... You know, Even the different money you still Exactly. Know. So, you know, Jamaican cuisine is a peasant cuisine. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They don't even consider it a cuisine. Yeah, you understand yeah. me? So, okay. yeah. um, knowing that me going to culinary art school and learning, you know, certain techniques and, you know, recipes, you know, um, from the business, and I always wanted to, you know, bring more notice and elevate, you know, Caribbean food in general. Let me not just, you know, single out Jamaica because we all have the same kind Shout of flair. Shout out Jamaica. You know, um, so it's just to bring it to a next level. Mm -hmm. So I know with our techniques and seeing my grandmother and my aunt and you know mom and so on and so on and so down the line, mm -hmm. you know cook certain food and you know basically how it is in America too. Really, our cuisine is considered burgers, pizzas, and fries. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah. So you know with with that whole aspect. You know, um, just our culture in general inspired me to become a chef. Okay, okay. What's, what's your favorite dish? What do you like to cook? My favorite dish mm -hmm. that I like to cook. Mm -hmm. 
That is hard because I like to got some out of different dishes, you know. I, I really can't that even. Oxtail that you made. The oxtail ramen. The oxtail ramen. So yeah. Um, boy. For anybody that don't know, um, every Mondays, okay, seven on one, Highland Avenue. I do um, oxtail ramen, in which you know I showcase an infusion with Jamaican cuisine along with Japanese cuisine. Um, why it comes hand in hand is because Japanese culture, you know, um, is the biggest um, exporter from Jamaican coffee beans, mm -hmm. um, Jamaican culture in general. If you ever look up Japanese dance hall, mm -hmm. um, and some of the latest dance hall queens came from Japan, yeah, you know, so. Okay infusing that those two cultures into one you know it helped elevate me on a different level because i never wanted to you know be on that regular you yeah, know yeah, yeah. You um, next yeah, yeah i definitely want to take it to a, a different height so okay. you know something that i do on a different basis i i, I might do something different whatever comes to mind yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, what about um, Lions Lounge, man? Tell us a little bit about Lions Lounge. How you got set up over there? Lions Lounge is one of my consulting, you know, spots in which you know, um, after I left my last location, in which you know I was the executive chef in the city of Midtown. Midtown. Um, what was the what was the name of the place? You know, it's Five Church. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got a lot of memories from Five Church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of memories. Like I said, young black man, you trust me, I shocked a lot of people once I came out the kitchen, you know, just to run a location like that. Um, that's not ideal. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, not to say that there's not more young black chefs that can do what I was doing. Thank God I was um blessed to with that opportunity. Um, opportunity to showcase myself on a um, bigger aspect and and a, and a bigger stage. So, mm -hmm. you know, I feel like I open up the doors for a lot of young black chefs, um, in which, you know, our talent, you know, our cooking, you know, all it is is being re-represented in a different way. Mm -hmm. But we're the ones who wrote these recipes. For real, for real. You understand? Facts. Mm -hmm. So it's like why why are we not getting credit for what we do? Mm -hmm. So you know, Lions Lounge is just one of my freelance um, works that I do contract and work with. You know, um, I put my menu out there, my employees. You know, do some dope foods, a hookah spot. You know, um, great yeah, food. still though. Yeah, I'm hands on. That's one thing I'm about him. I can I can always say yo. Everything he do, he's hands on on about. Oh yeah, you know yeah, he, yeah. he he ain't just putting out the menu. He's making sure he's right there, making sure that tastes good and it is a one. And he's at one of the hottest spots on Sundays. Every Sunday, yeah. where you at? Tell me yeah. guys, Oh yeah, we had Tiki Tango a lot with that. Tiki Tango every Sunday, you know. Every Sunday. What you got going on over there? Man, we do that um, Scotch Yard, you know what I mean? Yeah, jerk yeah, yeah. pop-up, man. You yeah. know, the bodice. The jerk the series. Bodice jerk. Yeah. And yeah. the place of Atlanta. Straight out jerk. We got curry shrimp. We got curry shrimp. We got the authentic jerk chicken. You know, um, the 34 ounce 
Tomahawk ribeyes, which yeah, yeah. changed the game because, like I said, you know, I don't like doing mediocre. I don't want to be called some backyard chef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I come from fine cuisine and, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. so I that with, salmon is great, though. Yeah, that salmon is A1. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I put it up on the table with anybody. Gotcha, gotcha. I heard about that salmon. But yeah, that's Can just you one tell of us my pop-up. Special jerk sauce that you have? But I can't tell you too oh. much about it because that's why it's special. Secret, secret, yo. Yeah, so, what about um? What's, so that's the only other spot you have? Nah, man. You know, I did a little traveling okay. South America, Brazil, and Woo, Peru. Brazil? Hold on, tell me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He stopped. Hold on. You know, met. You know. Oh, you met that Brazil? top five. Brazil. Yeah, <laughs> Chef Alex Atala. You know. Yeah. Shout out to him. Okay. Mm. You know, um, top restaurants in the world. Okay. I think his restaurant. And what was where, top where is that three at? in South America? South America. Okay. Yeah, so you know, um, do work back home in New York. Had a Labor Day segment. Um, you know, Channel Eleven. You know what I'm saying? Showcasing a little bit of Scotch Yard and what I do and what my cuisine represents and just me as a chef in general, you know? Okay. Mm. So, you know, just bringing more, I'm not even gonna say awareness, just more attention, you know, to my brand. You know, you see the hat right there, you know? Mm. Um, I just That's want to be on my own. I like the logo, the logo is dope. Thank you. You know what I mean? Tell us about that bang bang. <laughs> That bang bang in is right there, you know. Yes, sir. You gotta represent you know, that right there. You gotta represent it exactly. properly. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So mm -hmm. let me ask you something. How is um New York? Um the the, the, the culinary field different from Atlanta? How's it? So the culinary field in New York is on like I could say twenty times more elevated than really? what it is in Atlanta. But Why is that? let me not give let me let me rephrase that. Sorry, because you don't want to you know what I mean? Yeah, mad, right? <laughs> I, I like represent. Hold on. If you see my post, I say ATL chefs because I represent a chef from Atlanta. Okay. Mm -hmm. There are different kind of techniques that's being done that has never been seen mm -hmm. in Atlanta. So let me say that okay. when it comes to on the culinary aspect. Um. When it comes to Southern cuisine, Southern cuisine, you know, is more comfort food. Mm -hmm. um, when it comes to New York, New York is like a melting pot, so you have all different kind of cuisines. So you have to go to specific parts of Atlanta or Georgia, as you would call, um, in order to taste that specific cuisine. But in New York, you could go right down the block and you could get Chinese, Jamaican, mm -hmm. Spanish, whatsoever, mm -hmm. you know, so that's why I feel like New York on a food perspective is to a different level. Until that happens in which, you know, more mom and pop restaurants outweigh fast food restaurants, mm -hmm. that's when Atlanta can knock on the doors of New York. Mm -hmm. I feel so question. How did you get into that CBD as as um, Avenue? Did, was you the first one in Atlanta yeah, to do it? Yeah, that CBD dinner was popular. Yeah, yo, bro, boy, I was. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about it. I, I want him to explain because I, I, I we get into that. I don't. I don't know if 
I was the first, okay. but I was like one of the pioneers. One of the yeah, first to really introduce it to Georgia in general, mm, in which okay. you know I got recognition, you know, Forbes magazine. And, mm, shout out to Forbes. Um, AJC and so on and so on. And how I got into it is because you know, like I said, I'm a cannabis activist. You know, mm, activist. Yeah, so yeah, you know, yeah, know, I've that. been through. <laughs> the whole system being locked up for mm -hmm. something that I enjoy as an that's individual. That's legal in most states now. You know, yeah, exactly. it's legal in most states. And, you know, I, I really want to bring it to a level where it's kind of decriminalizing it and kind of taking away that negative aspect from it. Because when everybody think about cannabis, they always, oh, marijuana, you get high and da 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 mm -hmm. But they don't know about the benefactors that comes along with it. You know, it's a natural herb that's grown in this, this earth, which, you know, it has 113 different cannabinoids and which it all can affect the human body on a different aspect in which it helps cures and on, on a, inhales on a natural aspect in which you're going to the doctor and the pharmacy and getting prescription drugs. And at the end of the day, the long run, it's affecting you more than it's really helping you. So, you know, food is a healing to the body. Without food, for you to ingest and digest, you're not a living human being. So, you know, cannabis and food comes hand in hand um, because you're healing it on two different ways and aspects. I didn't want it to become a trend. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's why I got into the whole CBD, you know, movement. Mm. How do you infuse it? How do you? How does that work? So it all about so the facts. So I could to, be able to do it one day. No, no like never know. You, you, you haven't been in the kitchen and shit like that. Yeah, I've been in the kitchen. Hold on, like I hold on. I was listen before he. Don't be an Instagram chef. Don't be an Instagram chef. Yeah, you're right. But thank you. But there's look, a difference. Look, okay. Before he became, yeah, before yeah. he ever thought about like, being a chef, I was enough. actually going to yeah. school. Uh -huh. To become a chef in Park West, in go. Manhattan, you know, 50th Street. But you ain't never dealt with food in that shit, though. Goddamn right. <laughs> so that shit don't even. 50th Street was so like a melting pot. I don't even know if we can. Every know. every borough in New York. Yeah. Okay, so at the end of the day, I stayed there one year, and I gotta go because it was just everybody trying to fight or everybody trying to big up their they own borough. And mm -hmm. I ain't learning nothing. I ain't even get into culinary arts at that time. So I was like, yo, I gotta go. But I give it to my brother. He always been the cooker, the chef. He always was chefing something up since we was young. You know, and I was always eating. You know? Yeah. I always the funny thing about him, he don't like to cook. That's the funny thing. One thing about chefs, we get paid to cook. I mean, that's look, that's so just like me I when you come into the shop, coming here. I don't want to cut you here. If you expect me to Thank cook you a meal, you better. Hey, come on. Mm -hmm. exactly. That's what I do for a living. So, yeah. so y'all understand how I feel when you come into me on a late no, night and no, say, "Yo, no, Steph, no. can no. I get a fresh haircut?" No. I'm like, "Yo, are you serious? I'm, I'm actually done." No, that's that's, that's, that's the a thing whole is, different aspect. But the thing is, with you, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I gave you over two hundred dollars worth of He's clippers. Bald. So no, <laughs> hold on. This guy thought. Exactly. The thing is, this guy thought he was a barber. Okay. <laughs> he said, "Yo." Let me get a couple clippers, yo. I want to cut my kids here and shit like that. You know what I mean? So I was like, okay, yeah, of course. 
I gave him $200 worth of clippers. This man always comes to me, yo, Steph, you can shape him right. You can line him up. You can, you, you can give him a haircut. Are because you you're the barber. You're, you're no. nicer than me. He, I'm not on your level. You are the barber. Yeah. Your <laughs> Hold on. At the end of the day. You're sounding like a no, lazy no, barber. No, it's not, it's not sounding like a lazy barber. It sounds like a barber that would teach you how to cut here. If you bring them to here. And you don't mess the barber. To do what you do. The thing is, why would I give you. $200 worth of clippers if you're talking about you want to learn. Those mechanics, okay. whatever you're talking, doesn't even add up because you're the barber professionally. And he's and learning not. with his son. Yeah, yeah but I'm not giving him the sharp, crispy ass cuts like I would give you a line, I'll give him a line of effort. After a couple you know of, I mean? you know, mess ups, he yeah. doesn't want to, you know, have his son looking crazy. Yeah, so, you know what I'm the, bro, the boy don't even want to line himself up, yo. Like, come on. The one he don't even want to line himself up. Let's go to the next, next subject because you are being lazy. <laughs> what? Are you serious? Yeah. You yo, doesn't so, like cutting hair. Look, yeah, for real, yo. Look, so that's just like you don't want to cook. Listen, no, the difference is. Okay. Hold on, what's the difference? Okay. You tell me Whenever what you came is. to the restaurant, Scott, you didn't cook you, it. Listen, that's why I have workers. I'm the boss. Okay, then. I made the the recipe. So, listen, by me being the boss, he was able to come in the kitchen. Nobody else could come in the kitchen, skip the fuck. Excuse my language, skip the line. Yo, Scott, I need XYZ. Exactly. Okay, boom. Scott, his order is at the front of the line, and I got guests that paying top dollars. That's all a line. So, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's that's where the logic adds up at mm -hmm. the end of the day. So that's where we have to understand the difference when it comes to me when I'm off of work, I don't want to cook. If you're working, uh, oh, and I hit you, that, hold that's on. Not if, me you're, if you're working, whoa! Just because I, I'm cutting here at a certain place, don't mean I'm working. Sometimes you know what I mean. Sometimes I'm just off and just relaxing. Okay. You know. Right. The thing is, with you especially. When I used to cut his hair, he we hear set up appointment. He like, yo, I'm coming at three o'clock. It'd be like four o'clock. He mm -hmm. come in, yo, you got me? Bro, how the hell I got you? I got a couple clients already lined up. How I got you? Yeah. You know what I mean? We used to always beef on that, yo. He like, cause you know he bigger than me too, and he, you know, he's the older brother. So he be like, yo. So you sunny. So you trying to sun me? I'm like, yo. I'm looking around people like, yo, listen, that's not gonna happen, man. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Well. You know, underneath, I'm like, yo, still, but I so can't all, cut, I can't all, cut him that, when he's an hour, says, when he's an he hour late. When he comes to the restaurant uh -huh. and I have a full roll of tickets, I'm like, you gotta wait <laughs> at the end of the line. Oh, Isn't I'm that so, the same I'm difference? I'm totally, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm totally comfortable with waiting on the end of the line. That's fine. Yeah. I'm comfortable yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Mean? Especially right. when you have a date. Yo, boy, you can't go there and be like, you want to be the back of exactly. Come on. He's not being... You ain't gonna come on, bro. Come on. We both know. You know how my setup no, no, no. is. I no. got a you it's like VIP hour, hour. Yeah, exactly. You VIP Yo, you can't you can't you can't book appointment then want VIP treatment after. You know what I mean? You gotta let me know so I got a wiggle wiggle room, you know what I mean? It can't be can't it can't be just yo, boom. Stepping. Boom boom. Nobody can ever walk into whatever shop you're working in and say, hey, give me a haircut. There's always about appointment, so Let's not start that. Mm. <laughs>
Yo, Everybody sir. who gets a haircut knows it's appointments. Yes, sir. Appreciate Let me ask you a question. How you get, how you get from um, not getting caught up in Atlanta? You know, Atlanta got a different nightlife over here. It's a lot of hype. How you gonna get caught up, man? Man, it's 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 hard. You know, I'm not gonna say that I haven't got caught up at times because you know the the Atlanta nightlife is something different than anywhere else I've ever been. You know, really? New York. You know, New York has its own nightlife and you know own vibe, but Atlanta just has its own different turn up, man. And it's a, it, like I said, it's a turn up. And you know, I've been out here for about 15 years and like... Because <laughs> there's a lot of distractions, right? Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of distractions, but still you have to stay focused, you know. Um, you know, I set certain goals for myself, so regardless on however, you know, I handle my business outside of that professional life, I still got to maintain in general. So my whole motto is, you know, work hard, play hard, but don't let it consume you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. I feel that. Respect. That's a big respect on that one, you know? So, man, you've been on multiple televisions, man. Tell me how you got into becoming the man you are as Chef Scott Lee Ennis. How big upcoming how, chef in Atlanta. Exactly. You know, multiple award winners. Yeah, Jezebel award winners. Jezebel. Mm -hmm. You know, like, tell us more of your, your accomplishments, you know what I mean? Listen, man, this this wasn't anything easy. It wasn't a nice role, man. Um, I put my blood, sweat, and tears on and everything. Mm -hmm. Been in, in and out of jail through the whole process, and that kind of, you know, made me who I am right now, you know. Um, like I said, it was a long road, but, you know, coming from nothing, and I've always said, you know, I'm gonna be building into something, and, you know, I can never have my sons, you know, live on this earth needing anything at all. Um, so just me growing up in New York City and, you know, um, dealing with, whatever I dealt with in life and you know it just made me stronger and it just it kind of made it easier in the chef field you know what mm -hmm. I mean I think it was it's, it's just a God-given talent and I thank him every day for it um, that he blessed me with this talent in order for my for me to showcase myself on a you know different Especially growing aspect. Up, growing up in New York. Yeah come on yeah, man. That's, we, that's not easy. The amount of people we know that. You Shout know, out to all my New Yorkers. Didn't make it past 18, 21, and all those ages, you know? What was the age that we, they said, when we was growing up? 21, 20? That what? we was going, that we could live for a black man in New York, growing Look, up in New York? We ain't, I didn't think I was going to pass 17. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It was hard out there. So, you know, I wanted to um, kind of open up the, the, the inner city youth's mind to know that, you know, it's not just rapping or basketball in mm -hmm. order to for you to, you know, make it big in life. You know, there's a there's a lot of other aspects in life in which you can endure and do, um, in which you can benefit 
from and and make a name of yourself and you know like I said handle it in your own business and, and own way um, so I'm I'm doing it more on like a I'm doing it more on um, inspiration level you know I'm inspiring the youth um, not just segregating, you know, youth in general, but yes, the inner city youth, and you know, because a lot of us are lost because we don't have that that guidance from you know different individuals to lead them in, into the right, right path, and it's up to you to find your niche in life and what you want to do, and you know, thank God I found my niche in which what I wanted to do in life from young. You know, um, and my niche was cooking, mm -hmm. so I just took it and ran with it, and I just wanted to be the best at it. That's one thing I could say about us. About us, we we ain't content. You know, yeah, we a sh you're a chef, but you just not just an ordinary chef. You know, you 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 strive to become the man that you are now, a big time chef. You know, and still reaching towards your plateau and greatness. You know, like I, I see it that you're gonna have a shop, you're gonna have your own restaurant. You know, a big time restaurant. You know, multiple television shows of your own. You know, like that's that's what is we here for. You know, as a community, like this is what this podcast is about. It's about bigging up all the people that's actually doing something big in the city, including. Chefs, it don't matter what it you are, you know, that's what we here for big enough to Everybody that's doing something great for themselves, you know, and I want everybody to know that It don't matter where you come from or how hard you have it. Exactly how hard you have it We was there too, you know, like Me and my brother could tell you The stuff we went through, you know, what I mean, it wasn't right. It wasn't good but you know we overcame it and this is what we are now you know we we haven't had it easy there was no spoon on our plate and nothing like that we had to work hard for it we had to grind every day and sometimes you got to sacrifice you got and that's the problem with sometimes people nowadays people don't understand how to sacrifice you know and sacrifice is a big is a big thing you know because if you want to be great into anything you do, you got to sacrifice, you got to work hard, and you got to become the person that you want to be in life, Definitely. you know? And that's, that's like a big thing that I want to push out to everybody and let everybody know mm -hmm. that you are great. Don't let nobody tell no, that's, you. Listen, um, before I came here, um, you know, I had a meeting with the, um, the owner of the Lawrence. Shout out to Lawrence. Shout out. Um, but the Lawrence down in, you know, Midtown Juniper, and you know, we was just chopping it up about our new business venture, and um, he was saying one thing about you know, doing and getting where, you know, we are in life. It took a lot of sacrifice. A lot of people don't understand what it takes to, you know, become that person that you really want to be. You know, a lot of day, a lot nowadays, um, a lot of people feel like it should just be given to them. No, you gotta fucking put the work in. 
You got to put the you you got to put the the work in, mm -hmm. and if you're not willing to put the work in, then you know this is not for you. So, mm -hmm. um, whatever you say, that's exactly what you want to do, and you're not doing it to the highest aspect. Just leave it alone. You know, um, that's what it is. It's just putting the work in. That's at the end of the day. You know, you you don't you overnight stars. You know, yeah, it's something that it's one thing that breaks them through, but you don't know the amount of years of struggle that was put into what they were doing actually before they bust. Mm -hmm. So speaking of food, um, Steph, you want to tell us who provided us this um, lovely food? Yeah. Yes, Talk man, Susu. How you how you say your IG? Hold on, hold on. I don't want to say it wrong because I don't want to be the, the the person. You know? You how you, you say? Have it? Come up, man. Come on. I know you don't want to come up. Just get a little glimpse. Just put a little mic on it. Nobody, eat. nobody want to trip on it. Nobody want to trip. Eat. Come, cause you. No, I'm gonna taste it too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Susu's kitchen. Susu kitchen. Susu. 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 Uh, sorry, see. Yeah. See, I, I, I know I've been saying it wrong. See. Susu. Susu's kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Shout out to Susu's kitchen. Yes. And look her up on IG as well. Susu. All right. Susu. 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 For the people that can't, that that didn't hear again, it's S U S U H I. No, 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 no. Excuse me. That's a school made. Oh, see? See? Oh, see? Yes, Susu. Okay. Yes. You gave me two Instagrams. That's why. See? Okay. So it's S U. S U S U Z K I T C H E N. Susu's Kitchen. Okay? Yo, listen. Banging. All right? I ain't going to say no more. Who's banging? Okay. Thank you, Susu. Well, like I said, that I love that. I love that. That's that's part of the grind, you know. Just you know, you know continue to do what you're doing. You know, like I said, sometimes it, it gets dark. You know, even with the accolades that I accomplished, sometimes I don't even like mentioning because you know I don't want to get a big head from it. You know what I mean? Because um, I still feel like I haven't done enough. So mm -hmm. keep doing what you're doing. You gotta keep going. You gotta yeah. Keep you got doing one what you're more, doing. I love it. You got one more spot that we didn't talk about. Lions Lounge. We did. We did. We, we did, did talk, talk about Lions Lounge. I'll just make sure. Okay, we did. Okay. We definitely talked about Lions Lounge. We, <laughs> we talked about it for a minute. Nigga, I'm hearing everything. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse the while. That was the Henny. The Henny told me. Yes, sir. Yeah, so. Oh, yeah, we gotta talk about them Jameson. Um, 
accolades as well that you, you do a little bit with Jameson. Yeah, I do collab with, 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 with a lot of brands. Okay. But we're not going to talk until they start yeah, yeah, sponsoring. They got yeah. to check first. Cut the check. <laughs> yeah, Cut the check. Cut that check. Yeah. We ain't playing around. That's what I say. They got to cut a check first and then yeah. we can get the money off of that. You know, but yeah, I do you know, collaborations with you know Bombay Sapphire, Jameson, Grey Goose, Doucet. What was the next one? Yeah, I did collaborations with a lot of brands. You yeah, know? the last Jameson event was crazy. Though. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Where was that? That was at Terminal West. Terminal West. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but we did the Bombay Sapphire event too, not too long ago. Uh, we did um, a little pre-course um, brunch for them, you know, 20 people, no, what was it, like the top 30 mixologists in the city, mm. and then we finished it off with, you know, just like 300 mm -hmm. most influential, you know, people in Atlanta, excuse me. Mm -hmm. And so on and so on. So yeah, you know, just working with brands is is, is good. That's something else that I, I love doing. Mm -hmm. What was the last event you just did? Um, this weekend. That was a little private event, you know, with one of my clients. I was, you know, something nice and you know. Yeah, I, that smooth was smooth. Yeah, it was too dressed up for me. I was like, oh, you better come through. And I I looked at the IG. Yeah, but you were my personal. Um, you know? Of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean. So, Chef, let me ask you a question, though. Are you, are you handle all the ladies going to the factory? <laughs> you see all these gray hairs in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, How do you keep focused, man? Yeah, especially from hot Atlanta. Especially from hot Atlanta. Yeah, cause you know the ladies that eat, they love what? a man that can cook. Oh, what? <laughs> Listen, I want That's to... the first thing they ask me. Can you cook? Yeah. Like, I can cook a little bit. They're like, ah, oh, shit, nah, I don't know about that. <laughs> you start up lying. I can cook a little bit. That's the first lie. Do not even start up. That's the first lie? You gotta get more creative. That's the no, first they, lie. They asked me if I can cook. I say I can. That's, so what? That's the first Yo. lie. Word. Lie. It's not a lie, it's true. I can't cook. So what? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Like, even when I was out there, I had better creative first lies than that. Like, <laughs> listen, I don't, I don't even. Leave. I don't lie about my cooking. I can cook a little. Bit. I don't even lead into you know the chef part until you know they ask what you you know what you do. Do they know who you sometimes? Hell yeah. I tell them motherfucker to Google me if they, you know, ever try to play me. You know what I mean? I'm like, Google you know my name. He's not lying because he did that one time. <laughs> no, he's not lying. No, he ain't lying. You ever, no, you he ever heard lying. of Velvet Room? Y'all remember Velvet Room? Yeah. 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 Listen, there was one time we was going to, it was a Trey Songs, Trey Songs album release party. Mm -hmm. And we was like right by McDonald's. He was talking to somebody and they, they tried to play him. He's like, yo. Google me. And she Googled him and she, she played me on the food aspect. Yeah, not just food played aspect. me like yeah, exactly. y'all trying to diss me. Mm -hmm. no, no, no. It was yeah. on the food aspect. Exactly. So, like, yeah, so he said Google me. Exactly. You know, you know, yeah, that's yeah. one thing. Yeah. 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 That's one thing. I can say, yo, Scott, you 
it was a little too salty. You like, yo, battle me then. <laughs> I'm just like, you That's just talk real, about my cooking. Listen, I mean, my cutting. I take constructive criticism yeah. well, so don't do that. So okay. no, you do, but not with me. Sometimes it's just brotherly. That's the that's the thing. You and TZ, I just I don't know. Every Shout time I sister, eat my food, y'all always got something extra to say, and I just be like, you know what, battle me. <laughs> that's exactly. just the, that's the sibling war. That's you all it know? is. They always got something to say, so it's just yeah, like it's if just I was love. trying to, it's you know, cut hair, to show love. and I'm like, yo, I can edge up better than you. Mm -hmm. You're gonna be like, yo, battle me. <laughs> oh, see, 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 see how he just came and changed the, the word in this? No, stuff? no, it's okay. just it's just I the just, competitive aspect. That's all I'm like, kind of, yeah, exactly. you know, saying. That's all. Yeah, nothing, very nothing against what you're doing. Yeah. I'm just saying that's what I do for a living. So mm -hmm. when you kind of like constructing a certain way and I know it's not that fucking way. I'm like, dude, get out of my face, battle me. Yeah, you know what I mean? Now I feel you on that, yo. Hold on, put that So you're, you're a man that goes out in the streets in the week. What's the hottest spot you think in Atlanta right now? There's a lot of hot spots in Atlanta, but I stick to... I'm trying to figure out why people think that it's not too much stuff going on in Atlanta. Why is that? No, Atlanta is popping yo, every day. I'm telling you, it's just, yes. everything's like, every day is going something. It, it, like, will, it will consume you. I'm telling you. If you didn't play yeah. it in the right way. Exactly. You understand? Like Atlanta will suck you into a black hole <laughs> and spit you out into a whole different aspect. You understand? Yeah, there's a lot of fakers out there. Yeah, a lot of fakers. <laughs> It'll make and break you. Yeah. You understand me? Mm. Um so Alright, so you say Monday nights. What I what I usually do, um, Red Martini on Mondays. You know what I mean? Shout out to Red Martini. You know what I mean? Jay Mabel, you know what I mean? Mabel, Mabel, sir. Faven, you know what I mean? Um, you know, shout outs out to them. Um Tuesdays, the Cuckoo Room, you know, low, low key, or where's Cuckoo Room? Or, 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 it's it's on Crescent Avenue or or Rose Bar, you know. Yeah, Rose Bar. Yeah, Rose Bar knows me. Rose Bar Tuesdays, Rose <laughs> and I mean, shout out to Tawana Abe and them. Tawana, what's up? You know what I mean? Um, they get to pop in, you know. Um, Wednesday nights. You know, I'm shouting out my people who be doing it on a regular basis, and, I mean, and as like you I should. said. Red Martinez again, Bravo, and you know what I mean. Um, Wasn't it Bravo? Bravo and, and Bubba, you know they do it proper every Wednesdays at, at, at Red Martini, and then you know Reality Dreams, my brothers, you know what I mean. Or on one Thursdays, you little R&B flex, you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Also, there's like R&B Wednesdays too at Medusa. Shout out to Mix Master David. <laughs> You know what I mean? Big Master uh, David, big of himself. Yes, sir. Big of yo, no boot, yo. Father, I am I represent the Caribbean. Wicked, yo. Yeah, represent the Caribbean. Yeah, the video of me falling up. What name is that song? What name is that song? Falling up. Wait, he did that? That's his beat. Get out of here. Risky all of them. That's his beat? Yeah. Oh, hey, yo. Trust me. Wicked, yo. That's why I know, yo. Trust me. You got Wicked, yo. For real, yo. So yo, listen, we are in a barber chair. You you are in the barber chair, yeah, yeah. and we are in the barber shop. You know, tell me, what's the worst haircut you ever experienced, or 
worst barber, I mean client experience in a barbershop. You about to say from your ass starting out. This <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's when he first got his clippers, yeah. right? Yeah. Look, he wasn't there when that happened, alright? Yeah, I was God. upstate. When he was oh, in man. his experiment like his experimental times, I wasn't fucking with him at all. You know what I mean? He lighting his ass off. No. Nah, He's always I, was, I wasn't. Don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. Do Not always. Stop lying. Sometimes, I'd rather go Mr. Belly in the hood. I wasn't in I wasn't cutting here at that time. When, when I was in New York. Listen, so I mean, yeah, I did start lining up in New York. I did start in okay. the in the city. Exactly. So I started lining please. people up in the city. Then I moved upstate New York, Poughkeepsie, and this is this is funny right here. This is the funniest thing. My first experience on doing a skin fade, I had it was a little kid. Was, kid had to be like ten years old. Mm -hmm. Fresh them out. Skin fade. First time I'm ever doing a skin fade in my mm -hmm. life. Fresh them out. Then he ended up telling his homeboy, he's like, yo, I got a friend, he gave me a skin face, it's dope, holla at me. Start doing him. Mm -hmm. Boy, I don't know what the fuck happened, but excuse my language, but it totally went opposite. I gave him bald on the bottom. <laughs> and it, boy, I gave him bald on the bottom mm -hmm. and I couldn't fade the top. Alright, so every time I tried to fade, it was going up and up until I bald his head. His mom, his mom looked at it, she was like, she was like this, um, can you do something? Can you do something? I'm like, yes, I got you. I'm sorry. So that right there told me I need to practice. And practice comes, you know, but the funny thing is, it took me like five years to get that fade. Exactly how he got that fade. I was like, damn. And you wanted me to get my fade down packed in like, like six months. But see, I'm right there. That's, I'm why, like, that's why you bought it. You just said, fuck it. No, no, no. The thing is, the thing is. You're like, I can't do it no more. But <laughs> well, hold on. The thing is, why he went bald, he was bald already in the age of 12. Okay, you know what I okay, mean? Nobody so believes it's, that. A little <laughs> on, it's a little different on that part, you know what I mean? The mind bald all day. You know, still trying to talk about what what is it? Um Tory Lanes? Yeah, Shout out Tory Lanes. Lanes. One day I'm He's gonna like, Tory Lanes back. You gotta get that money up, bro. That yeah. Tory Lanes <laughs> Tory Lanes money different so. For real, yo. Tory Lanes ain't playing with that. Yeah, so my worst um experience when it came to um, getting a haircut, my mom, man, my mom set us up for failure, man. Ooh, she left there at the barbershop? Hold nah, on, what grade nah, was you nah. when you I took was, that picture? I was, I was literally in high school freshman. Man. No, and, no, what know, grade was you in listen, that picture that no, you listen, took? Hold on, I'm, listen, <laughs> I'm talking about the particular instance, okay? Okay, go ahead. Alright, so I was actually a freshman in high school, you know. I was still around, you know, those guys, you know. So, New York City, you know, if you ain't got a fresh haircut, you ain't got fresh kicks, they getting on your ass. Oh, you understand me? Oh, so, yeah. oh, anyway. Man. First thing a girl do is look at your shoes. Mom Dukes came and was like, hey, I'm going to take y'all to get a haircut. She took me and Stephanie. Stephanie probably too young and they wasn't even on them like that well. But one thing I know, 
she took me to one of her friends and literally the boy did a whole bowl haircut where and what we call a bowl haircut is where it's just basically your whole your whole damn face line and shit is like a bowl. You ain't got no edges, you ain't got nothing. It's a bowl. Like, like he put a bowl on your face and just edge around that shit. So I went to school with the whole bowl face. Oh shit. And you know, they gave it to me, so that was my worst experience when it came to a haircut. And never ever in my life. I let my mom take me to get a haircut. What? Like I said. Mom, we love you, but that wasn't something about you. Boy, I had to whole get a whole different lineup the next day. The same day, yeah, my dad. That's when you know it's crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. New York City, they they they're rolling. Yeah. Okay, you remember the stuff on Marbury haircut when he got the line? When he had when he had the line, the the front part right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had somebody. I was like, yo, cause my name is stuff on. So I was like, shoot, give me the stuff on Marbury. Man, the homeboy was supposed to do it right here. He ended up doing it this way, you know, on slant. I'm like, hold way. on, what, this is not the stuff on Marbury I'm talking about. Mm. You know? Maybe because your head shaking. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say it too. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> not, maybe he tried to go yeah. straight, but your shit on the he slant. That's when I had a hair on. Okay? I had full hair, my hair was Doesn't matter. Your head shape is right. totally different. Man, we ain't talking about We ain't talking about your head shape. Listen. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna keep it to, we're gonna keep it to podcast. <laughs> because we ain't gonna go into roasting. We're gonna keep it podcast. Okay? It's all about getting my hair cut. Okay? Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Because you ain't gonna want to cut my hair afterwards. <laughs> my brother, I love you, man. So at the end of the day, I'm gonna cut you when yeah, you, you, when you do want to come up here. here. Huh? You got a horror story coming in? A horror story, man. It was only a worst haircut. My worst haircut. All right. It's when I first moved to Atlanta, too. I didn't have the proper equipment, too. I didn't have the proper equipment. I was doing construction when I first moved here. Um, local 72. And I was cutting here at the same time. So Stop shouting out people who's not paying. You got damn right. You damn right. I'm going to edit that part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so anyway, I was cutting hair and it was a Spanish guy. So the guy was like, yo, give me a skin fade. I'm like, okay. So I'm, I had a, a number one, number two. I know y'all don't understand the, the logic of the numbers. Yes, but you got to have the numbers of a guard <laughs> when this. you're doing a skin fade. <laughs> so I didn't have all the proper numbers of the guards and I was still like young in the game as well. Mm -hmm. So... Now, getting into the skin fade part, I had a two and a, a triple zero, okay? I'm not getting, I don't have a one or the zero, all right? So that means I'm missing two guards, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So I'm asking a couple clients, I mean, a couple barbers, can you give me a guard so I can use? Mm -hmm. They acting like they don't hear me, they still cut me. So now I'm still trying to work on this skin fade and missing guards. Mm -hmm. So now when I finally finished, it was like 
two hours after. Mm-hmm. Two hours later. So he was like, how long you been cutting? I was like, about three years. He was like, well, you need to stop. And then walked off. I said, God damn. <laughs> I, said, I said, listen, if I wasn't a strong-minded person and believed in myself, I would have quit right there. Exactly. He said, he said, he got out the chair. He was like, so calmly too. He was like, yeah. So how long you been cutting? It's like, yeah, about three years. He was like, yeah. You need to stop. And just walked off. I said, God damn. <laughs> what about you, King? What was the worst experience you had? <laughs> when you forced him to go bald? Yeah. <laughs> that was already. Worry, he gonna, he gonna catch him that was already. Right. Right. Like six months. <laughs> he got like six months. He gonna be right along with me. Mm-hmm. So, so talk about that. Well, oh, it's been too long. What? Your worst experience. You don't talk about him right now. <laughs> Why you want to talk about here? Oh, Cause I ain't got nothing. Oh. But like I said, you gonna be there with me. Give, give it like five months. Oh. Oh. You want to talk about the experiment? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Let's talk about this bald head experiment that he did, though. Since we're oh, talking yeah, about yeah, the whole bald head, head experience, right? What happened last year, bro? What happened? No, that was two, <laughs> years, that was two years ago. That was two years ago. Oh, that was two years? That was two years ago. Yeah, I got the video. It was two, it was two years ago? Yeah, it was two years ago. Yeah, it was two years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hold on, you remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I shot the video, I shot that video, and he had the bald head. He was two years ago. listen. So anyway, after the whole finish, so now it's my segment, you know what I mean? Yeah, you gonna talk about it, nigga, since we on the ball head subject. The whole segment. I'm going back to Rose Bar. Okay, yeah, he's spinning it back around. Let's, let's get it proper. So, anyway. After the whole ball head experiment and him saying, okay, I'm giving it away and I'm done, da 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 da, shaved it off, okay. This is my new look. We went to Rose Bar. <laughs> Rose Bar on Saturdays, you can't wear a hat on your head. You know what I mean? <laughs> so he thought he Slack was going to go up in that yeah. joint with the hat on his head so he couldn't expose his joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like, brother, you got to take that off. When you want to see somebody on a high, <laughs> and then once the shit got snatched off, it was on a low. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His whole, his whole shit was down. Everything was gone. His swag was turned down. Did you know he had bought, he got the body? Yeah. That was your first time. Like that was the first time going out with it. That was I. I seen footage, and then when I actually seen it, yes, that was the first time, and I was like, true. Okay. okay. See, he thinks that the reason why. <laughs> Yo, that's Hold on. He, thinks, he thinks the reason why I went bald is because they kept on talking shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that the wasn't reason, the reason why. Reason, 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 okay. <laughs> the reason why I he I got to your head and this guy he welcomes you into shout out to my boy the you already know crew. you already know I love you brother but he gave me the wrong haircut okay you can't cut my hair a certain way okay. Because my hair is a certain length. Here's the barber terminology. Exactly. All I know you is gotta, a bald head. A bald head is a bald head. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right? I, gotta I don't want to get into, Yo, you gotta he cuts my hair and this, this. Listen, I went to school with a whole 
fucked up haircut. Yeah, it's, it's not like it wasn't like mine. It doesn't matter. Why can't tell me how my my thing is? Listen, a bald head is a bald head. Just embrace it. Are you fighting? You were bald at one point. So embrace it. So you can never. Hold on, but I actually look good. I did look good. You never did. You never did embrace it. I didn't embrace it because it was hard. It was hard. Who told you? It was hard to embrace it. It was hard. Who told you you look good in it? Huh? Who told you that you look good? A couple people told me. Who? Girls that you were dating? Girls that you were dating. Stop it. Calm them. Yo, they didn't want to hurt I ain't calling no names, yo. What you mean? This shit was they said, slick, oh, Rick. They said, oh, you so cute. Mr. I love your bald head. Of course they're going to tell you that, nigga. They're going to tell you what you want to hear. Yo. Like I said, going back to the whole turn down motion, <laughs> you had to take that hat off. And it was over. Mm. Look, like I said, at the end of the day. Hold on, let's stop because I don't want my haircut to be messed up. Because <laughs> We're talking about bald heads, okay? Yeah. <laughs> All right, I need, I'm going to cassette tonight, so I'm trying to, you know what I mean? What's cassette? That's, you don't know about cassette? The hottest. It's, it's once a month. It's throwback R&B at the district nightclub in which, you know, they bring all different, you know, R&B artists from back in the days, you know what I mean? Um, all right, our, well, let me know. Mm. I don't know everybody's age group, but I'm saying my age group, um, R&B 7s. So, you know, they did it right before Valentine's Day and so on and so on and so on. So. Mm. Okay, that's what's up, man. I appreciate everybody for ju tuning in to the new latest podcast, Fresh New Look. It ain't over yet. I'm going to show them the mirror, but I just got to do the biggest... Celebration because you know, at the end of the day, this is my first podcast. So, and my family normally do every year whoever wins the Super Bowl a Heineken toast and a Heineken shower. I fucking did it. Excuse me, I did it. I am a Super Bowl champion for the fifth time. Okay? <laughs> Fantasy football champion. Okay? And this is my first time doing a podcast. I cannot believe I am. This nigga. Oh my God. Talking shit. Boy. I gotta, I gotta talk. Hold on. Shit, boy. We are the champion, my friend. Oh. Wait, wait, come, please, come support me, come on, everybody, y'all gotta support this. Make sure you don't put it on no God, yo. <laughs> Look, five times, five and zero in the Super Bowl. Next year, I'm gonna be Michael Jordan in the league. You know, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, bro. Six and zero. Six and zero. Six and zero. 
Damn, I should have done this part. You ready? Are you ready? What you about to do right now, bro? You got to camp. It's not working. It's not working. It's not working. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> sick tomorrow with that shit. <laughs> I did it. I want to thank everybody for showing up, coming, and supporting. Fresh new look. I'm doing the champagne toast because this is my first time doing this podcast and including I won the fantasy league. So I gotta let everybody know. Oh! Woo! Super Bowl champion! Six and oh! It's gonna be happening! Ah, it's so beautiful. Thank everybody. I wanna thank my fingertips for keeping me in the game. I did it. Thank everybody. Appreciate it.